after these messages, we'll be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey everybody, welcome to After These Messages, where we bring you hot takes on commercial breaks. We are here to talk about TV commercials, good ones and bad ones, and ones where people say weird shit like this. Ah, I lost three fingers chopping wood. My name is Andrew Walsh, and I'm here with Genevieve Paz. Hello, Hoviv. Hi, Andrew. Should have gotten a gas fireplace. Gotta get a gas fireplace. Gotta get a gas fireplace. So, um... You have a special show that you put together for us today. I'm trying not to read too much into it. What do you got? <laughs> what do you got cooking? I was inspired by one of the Super Bowl commercials, actually. Um, the one, the Starry commercial, where uh, Ice Spice runs into her ex soda yes. while she's with her new poly soda uh, thruple, I guess. Yeah, cartoon thruple. Her cartoon thruple. Um, and I started thinking about that idea of like running into your ex and we've done a show actually about breaking up, uh, like as a, as a trope, as a narrative trope. I remember a woman throwing her ex's belongings out the window. Well, this is like chapter, this is the next chapter in that saga, which is you've been split up and now you have the awkward run in with your ex. And so we're going to look at commercials that use that as the storytelling device. Can we call the show X Marks the Spot? I like that. It's right That's on the money. Good. Yeah. What was the other you one? You said X Selling. Um, what did I say? X Selling? X Selling. No, I never said that. You did. You said it yesterday. No, I had a different one that was similar to that. It was Excel was the pun, though. No, it wasn't. What was it? It was um, X Sells. Like what sex a, cells. Oh, I thought it was like X cells. Oh, no, 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 no. It was like sex cells, we, we only both, X cells. I did. I, <laughs> I was like, I know I remember him saying that. I was trying to remember <laughs> what I said while you kept saying it I mean, was about X cells. I mean, you did Excel. say X cells. I guess so, but I <laughs> emphasized it differently. It's X cells. X cells. Sex cells. <laughs> God damn it. I have. Uh, I was like, you know, like Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> yeah. No, I thought like cells because we're no, selling things. No, now I get things. it. Now I get anyway, it. Anyway, okay. <laughs> this is why we usually have that conversation off the air. I think it's so funny. I kept thinking like, no, he really said that. I'm, I'm not crazy. <laughs> we just had same exact sounds. Yeah, same Just sounds, different puns. Different words. Um, all right. So I also want to promote the fact that we got a jingle or two that we're going to try to get to today from listeners. I don't know if we'll get to them all, but that's a good sign when we have too many jingles Always. jangling around. Yeah. Um, but uh, very just exciting there. And also, I have something that I'm going to play for you. It's a radio spot that I heard, or I think I heard on a podcast, um, but it's an audio-only spot that makes me feel... You have done... You've done a good job on this show and off this show of making me, of tearing me down and giving me insecurities and making me feel, because I assume because you're going to build me back up again. I'm just waiting for that part. <laughs> when does, we're, we're 20, how many years into this? 22 Any years into now. this? When does Any the, day. you've torn me down. Well, when does the rebuilding begin? I'll let you know. Anyway, there's something, <laughs> there's something that I've said on this show before. Uh, more than once that you have um, that you have uh, well let's let's just say belittled me over (laughs) 
and I heard something on the radio that made me feel just slightly, slightly less stupid, just oh slightly God. less okay. stupid. But we'll get to that later in the show. First, though, let's go with <laughs> XL. Don't you forget about me. Okay, I worry that with all of my giggling, I have um, buried the message of, of the topic here. So this these are commercials involving ex, do we say lovers? Ex-lovers, ex-partners. Mm-hmm. It's mostly, I'll tell you what was kind of interesting to me, just kind of from a, I don't know, like a marketing standpoint or, or a messaging standpoint. I went looking, I, found, I had a few that I had seen either in the wild or was or could remember seeing. But then, you know, I went looking for other examples and doing searches like, you know, like ex-girlfriend, ex-boyfriend, mm-hmm. like run in with the ex, ex. And I tried looking for like ex-husbands and wives, ex-spouses. Say, what, about, what about spouses? Yeah. It's like, it feels like there's some sort of like... Uh, unspoken but deeply rooted taboo. Oh, I could not find one funny. funny commercial that involved an actual ex spouse, an ex husband or point. wife. I feel like it's it's like it's an area that Mar- I'm not saying there are no commercials that involve ex husbands and wives, mm-hmm. but I suspect they're more like. I don't think that they're play- it's played for laughs very mm-hmm. often because um, I couldn't find any examples. Kids could be involved. Right. You've made a vow. It's just somehow like people break up with their boyfriends and yeah. girlfriends and it's kind of like that can be uh, that can be played for laughs. I feel like once divorce is on the table, yeah. marketers are like, yeah, that's not really like not a lot of not a lot of. You know, it's not a barrel of laughs with them when yeah. it comes to divorce. So As these Gene are all. Gene says on Bob's Burgers, keep it light. Don't talk about your divorce. <laughs> exactly. That's. I mean, that right there. He Gene nailed it. So um, this is. These are examples of of commercials where someone's running into their ex. Sometimes that ex is a person who is uh, facilitating a story. Sometimes the ex is like is a, an object or something that represents them having broken up with an old product or service like with Ice Spice breaking up with unnamed lemon lime soda. Yeah, I like that idea too. Yeah. Is there enough that of just focusing on people breaking up with brands? I right. can see that being Well, a there thing. are a lot and when you do a search for like break up break up with Sprint, break yeah. up with, you know, a cable, break up with blah blah blah. That's a pretty easy like a lot of marketers have come up with that basic mm. pitch. This is I tried to dial this in so that it's more about like seeing the ex somehow mm-hmm. and like having a, a subsequent interaction. Let's start with Little Caesars because this is the other one that made me think of it. I saw it in the wild the other day. We've got a guy here. Um, he is kind of a little bit doofy looking. Um, he's at Little Caesars. He's picking up some sort of like snack box that Little Caesars now sells. And then you'll see that he. Is this one where it's like pizza on one side, pizza on the other side, and then snacks in the middle? I mean, yeah, I don't remember. It's like some combination of pizza, pizza related foods. I'm hungry. (laughs) Okay, well, um, he's at Little Caesars. He's he's picking up the whatever this snack box is, and then he runs into someone who is pretty hurt that he's getting this pizza box. Here's your Little Caesar slices and sticks, half Italian cheese sticks, half pepperoni pizza. Mm. It's the world's greatest combination. Carl. Oh. How could you? The person or 
thing standing <laughs> behind him saying the, Carl. The how abomination you. standing yes. behind him is a giant peanut butter and jelly sandwich. So it's a human being dressed up as a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, but you can just barely see the human's face, and it's got one bite out of it. And it looks pretty sloppy, and so it's the peanut butter and jelly sandwich. This guy is probably like maybe coated. I mean, he's wearing kind of a Dwight Schrute tie yeah, and shirt, totally. but he's got long hair and a little mustache. I mean, I'm wondering is this a little bit? Is it a little bit like you're a stoner? You're eating a lot of. You're eating a lot of peanut butter and jelly and pizza. I would say it's like if Dwight Schrute and um, who's the long haired guy from uh, from uh, what's the what's the show? Uh, oh, gosh, where they all worked in an office, not the office, but the other show where they all worked in an office. And the they were British all stoners. one, the IT crowd. No, no, no. The stoners. The, they, oh, the Comedy in, Central show. And Rancho Cucamonga. Oh, oh right. Um, I remember uh, everything. Workaholics. workaholics. I remember yeah. everything about it except the name. I feel like if the like the, way, like the IT crowd, I'm going to the BBC. <laughs> the, I told you before we started. Arts and Rec. I am having a real kind of Andrew Day. Like all of my. That's not what it's called. <laughs> what you you feel especially handsome and funny today? I just feel like some of my articulateness has deserted me today, um, and so I'm struggling a little bit. I but don't know why you would call it that. It looks like uh, Dwight and um, the long-haired guy from Workaholics yeah, had, a, good call. had a baby. Yeah, good call. All right, I'm going to go back to this. So he's excited about his, his pizza combo. Half pepperoni pizza. It's the world's greatest combination. Carl? How could you? Sorry, PB&J. I wanted to try new things. Oh, no. 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 No! Listen for yourself. Oh, wow, he's feeding a cheese stick to the sandwich. No! Get hot, ready, slice, and stick. Oh, and the sandwich says, yes, no. <laughs> um, that is kind of upsetting, It's huh? kind of upsetting. The, the, the makeup and costuming of the peanut butter and jelly sandwich is, I think, intentionally pretty, mm-hmm. pretty upsetting. Yeah, so... Food eating food, huh? Food eating food. And also, I mean, one of the things that's really grotesque about this is the bite out of the sandwich. And it's very realistic looking. Like in this shot, we're even seeing like sort of a a side view of it. Yeah, they really went for it with the props. Yeah, it's not like clean lines. It's like somebody munched on the sandwich. And now, (laughs) you know how like you bite into a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, you get like it kind of mixes together or whatever on the edges. Like it's a pretty, yeah, this is pretty upsetting. Yeah, yeah. So do you think a peanut butter and jelly sandwich would like garlic crust pizza that's interesting Hard what would a PB&J, like i feel like the what a pb and j eat like fruit if anything right <laughs> why fruit i don't know i feel like it's already made of fruit <laughs> sort of. all right let's move on i don't think i'm gonna find any good answers there but that's a really great commercial actually yeah i like it it's running now um this is an older one but i remember when i, I think i remember seeing it when it was live or when it was new this is Amy Schumer for a while was pitching for Old Navy. Um, oh, yeah. No, you know, not not a surprise. She's like a good fit for their brand. She's in an Old Navy and she runs into an ex-boyfriend. He's a very handsome guy. She's looking a little schlubby. She's just wearing kind of like a kind of a shapeless gray sweatshirt or something. And he's there with his very cute wife and children and they're very like they're very stylish. And it looks like this is a holiday commercial. There's yeah. like a Christmas tree there, and she's at. I didn't even know they sold this at Old Navy, but she's at a wall looking at various like kind of gift wrappings and bows and stuff. These as well. Luke, Amy. It's been years. 
Oh, you smell the same. Meet my wife and my kid. So she, when she says you smell the same, like she's giving him a hug, but then like resting her head on <laughs> yeah, his chest. Yeah, being very inappropriate. Being very inappropriate. Luke? Amy. It's been years. Oh, you smell the same. Meet my wife and my kid. You guys are so good looking and impeccably dressed. Thanks. It's all Old Navy. Are you sending off some last minute gifts? I miss us. <laughs> you know, you should go to Old Navy. The entire store's up to 60% off yes, right now. That yeah. Amazing idea. Okay, I think I'll go there. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that is. I'm just scratching my eyes. She's like making the. She's making the call me motion. Yeah, I think. But then she's like tr- trying to backtrack out of it, and she's like twisting. So I see. She's in a post. That's office. why I was confused. Yeah. She's not at an old navy. She's they're they're somewhere else, and they can reference the fact that they're all dressed in old navy. She's yes. really great. She's so funny, and I don't know if you could hear what she says when he's introducing his wife and kids. I had to roll it back a couple times. She says very quietly, I miss us. I heard that, but I'm not sure if the <laughs> podcast audience picked up on that. Yeah, I miss us. So right in front of the right in front of the family. Yeah. Um I like that. I wish that I, I understand why you don't have give the wife a name, but I do think it's mm. kind of weird to be like, please meet my wife and children. Oh yeah, that's a really that's a really like, good point. Just why give would... her a name. This yeah, is my wife a... Jan and right, kid, right. and our kids. Right, right, right. This is my wife Joyce. Remember when there was a commercial that was like a Tums commercial or something and it was like or maybe it was for some nighttime cold medicine or something. Yes. And it was like from the 60s or 70s. And the guy, it just begins with the guy saying, Joyce, I can't <laughs> yeah. breathe. And I found it particularly funny because my my stepmom's name is Joyce. <laughs> right. And so my dad's always like, Joyce. <laughs> <laughs> but it was also like so weirdly specific. Like in that case, you didn't need a name because the couple exactly. is alone in the bedroom. They know each other. And they... they just gave the name Joyce, which always struck yeah. me. Again, I don't think Joyce is like an unusual name, but it's. It was just very specific, specific yeah. for a commercial. In this case, you could say, meet my wife, Joyce, yes. and my kids. Right. Maybe right. you don't introduce each kid. I mean, you are paying by the second here. It's a sure. The kids don't need names. I'm fine with that. I just mm. found it in a commercial where the central joke and tension is around the idea that she is coming on to this guy in front of his wife, and he is trying to like stiff arm her, essentially, yeah. by like reinforcing that he is now with this other woman. It just felt like a slightly tonal miss to not have the the other yeah. woman have a name. Yeah, I agree with you. And now we have a subway one here. Oh yes, this one's fun. Um, I actually had a lot of fun with a lot of these. They, I actually think this is a good premise. I think more ads should do this premise, like running into your ex. I think it like opens up a lot of. Um, just possibilities, just narrative possibilities. Well, I kind of like the variety so far, too, that like so far we've seen somebody who's like running into their ex-food yeah. and now an ex-girlfriend. Exactly. Well. All right. So we start here in a subway. You know, you know how subways work. You tell them what you want on your sandwich. There's a guy who looks a little a little just down in the dumps. And he's ordering a sandwich because his girlfriend just broke up with him. Now, I like this ad. I will say at the outset there is a major logical flaw in this story, and I'll be interested to see if it jumps out at you the way it did to me. Sad people never go to Subway? That's the that's the opposite of true. At Subway, you'll love our Mediterranean collection. It'll make anyone stay brighter. <laughs> my girlfriend, I just broke up. Oh. I need something to make me feel better. <sighs> I just broke up with my boyfriend, and I need something to celebrate with. <laughs> really? <laughs> I thought it was mutual. Yeah. 
the Mediterranean collection. Oh yeah, that that doesn't make sense. If it was mutual, then Why they would both upset? be happy. Yeah. It, it, he means I thought it was mutual that we're both miserable. Looks like there's a little tag on the end here, so I'll play that. Now they've gotten their food and they're sitting at separate tables near each other in the subway. Awesome. I feel better. Me too. Subway. And Fresh. she's still like she's still like super happy. Yeah. When she says me too, but you're right. If it. I thought it was mutual doesn't explain why he's sad. Right. If it, if he thought it was mutual, I mean, she's the one who should be saying, I thought it was she, mutual. That's right. All you have to do is give that line to yeah. her. But we said it was mutual. And then he, like, has to buck himself up and say, yeah. like, it was, you know? Like, I think that's just a funny how joke. How did that, how did nobody... Um, doctor, doctor. Wait, what What does that mean? <laughs> doctor, doctor, what should I do? Tell me been a while let's let it breathe doctor doctor <laughs> what should i do what should i do what should i do my doll is ill she has high fever <laughs> my doll is ill never ceases <laughs> yeah. to make me laugh i mean i still we played that hundreds of times funny. and i still can't i can't the first time i've heard that in a year and i get my doll is a uh, uh, high fever <laughs> i um, think the line should be she says, I thought it was mutual. And he like goes, yeah, totally. Right. Exactly. That's so weird yeah. that they would like because it's a cute little commercial. But what a what a miss of the logic there. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for fixing the doctor. No problem. All right. This one, you'll see that my notes in the show simply say, yikes. Mm-hmm. This is wild. This is pretty old looking. This looks like it was at least, I don't know, maybe the 90s even. Like it's a pretty old ad. It's for Labatt Blue. Uh, which I also take to mean it was probably aired in Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, obviously they sell about blue here, but they typically don't market it as heavily in this country. We have a guy. Uh, he is at a bar with a girl, a, a female friend, and I think two male friends. And they're all dressed like very normally, like the the, the female friend is dressed, you know, in like jeans and a jacket or something. And suddenly the female friend says, hey, isn't that your ex? Uh, over there and we see his ex is like a real hot piece walking through the bar with like she's just like you know like very like Mm -hmm. in a very tight short you know very revealing dress and she's with some other little her other hottie friends and they're walking through the through the bar and then he somehow I forget what the mechanism is if it's because he has a beer or whatever he has he suddenly has the power to like transform the people around him his friends into hot ladies Oh, oh, okay. This is very close to that Simpsons beer commercial parody <laughs> where there's a bunch of feminists marching and they spray him with beer and right. they become bikini hotties. Wait till you see the pool. <laughs> hey, isn't that your ex? Yeah, it's her. Looks like it's time for blue light. Hey, watch this. So we twist the cap. Okay, so wait a second here. So he is with... One woman friend. Yep. And then two dudes. Yes. Okay, so I misspoke a little bit. One of the two dudes friends says it looks like it's time for uh, a blue light and they grab he grabs four Labatt blue lights mm-hmm. uh beers. He opens he twists off the top of one of them and kind of And his very attractive friend who's just wearing a t shirt and jeans suddenly is wearing one of these sexy little dresses. Yes, she's suddenly now she's all slutted up. But the guys so far remain the same. Yeah, and I'm wondering to see. And she's like not thrilled about this turn of events. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. You think? You think? Really? So, okay. Oh, (laughs) 
So then she twists a beer cap off, and instead of the two dude friends becoming really hot dudes, they become hot women. Also in very tight dresses. Now the ex-girlfriend rolls up. Dude, you so owe us a blue light. Labatt Blue Light, imported from... So okay, that- so the, the podcast listeners are going to be confused because you hear the friend in his male voice say, you owe us a blue light, but it's coming out of one of these really sexy hotties with a banging body yes. that his friend has transformed into, and his other friend is playing with his new boobs. Right, and also when the, hot, when the ex-girlfriend walks up and sees her ex-dude there, all of his friends, these, mm-hmm. these transformed hotties, are kind of draping themselves all over him, which I guess is kind of the it's kind of the nice thing to do. Yes, I mean you've gone the extra mile of turning your friends into women. Yes, um, without asking. Yeah, at least the woman is just only transformed into wearing a dress that she didn't want to wear. Yeah, suddenly, um, let's see, are they? Dra- yeah, they are kind of draping all over him. I yeah. guess so. So it yeah. makes him look like he can really, like he's you know knee deep in puss. Can- <sighs> Can I say something that I was going to say might seem a little reductive, although after that it seems rather tame? I expect more from Canada. Yes. I expect more from a, from a Canada. Yeah, I expect more from a Canada. Um, all right. Uh, what about, what is, whoa, can I even say this? What is schlage? Well, you, we just got one of these, actually. It's schlage. It's a lock. Oh, okay. This is another yikes from you. This is one. This was another yikes for me, dog. Schlage. I hope the tagline is get schlage. <laughs> uh, actually, maybe maybe, you, maybe that beer commercial's got me all horny. I guess so. You're like you see a pizza commercial, you're hungry. You see a beer commercial, you're horny. Um, yeah, I was actually talking with our carpenter the other day about schlage because he was putting in a new door uh, for us and was asking me if I was okay with getting. Schlage locks, which are a little pricier, but are good locks. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so this is, I would say, the most offensive. And I mean, com- even after the Labatt Blue, which was sort of dumb, but not wildly offensive. This one, I think, is honestly kind of offensive. So there's a guy, he's standing at a home store, a Home Depot, what have you. He's talking to the salesperson about whether he should get the cheap lock or the Schlage lock. When he flashes back on a breakup that he just had with his girl, now ex-girlfriend. Okay, let's take a listen here. It's a pretty nice lock. Or you could spend just a little more and get this schleg. It's got the highest grade of security, so you know it's really strong. So, just like that, it's over. <laughs> you have not seen the last of me. <laughs> Wait, okay, so in this in, this is a flashback, right. right? Not a fantasy. A flashback. So in this flashback, and that's the same dude? Boy, do I have face blindness. That's the same dude, huh, who's yeah, buying the lock? Yeah, lock buyer. Um, so, she, so he's breaking up with her, and she's saying, so that's it, huh? Well, you, and then somewhat menacingly says, yes. you haven't seen the last oh, time. Oh, just like that, it's over. <laughs> you have not seen the last of me. <laughs> oh, I see. He needs to get back. As she's leaving the restaurant, she deliberately upends a a waiter's tray full of glasses. And she does this thing. She does crazy eyes yeah. when she says, "You haven't seen the last of me." So this is like my my crazy quote unquote crazy ex girlfriend is going to um, try to get into my house. Yeah. So better get the stronger lock. Better get the schlag. This there's one ad that I didn't even include. 
because it was too frightening and it wasn't funny at all. It was about, it was for a security system, um, Brinks or one of those, like one of those home security systems. I can't remember which one it was now. And the, the story of that one was a woman gets dropped off at her home by her date. She says at the door, I would invite you in, but I'm not, I'm just getting over a relationship. I'm not really ready. And we see all this from a lurker in a car on the street. Then she goes into her house, closes her door. Then the guy who's lurking on the street, her ex, comes up and full on kicks the door down and menaces her. And then because she has whatever security system, like it triggers them to call her. And she picks up the phone and like the siren going off or the alarm going off and the phone ringing like causes the crazy ex to run away. Spoiler alert. That's not what happens in real life. In real life, you get fully murdered because they don't if he's going to bust down the door, he doesn't care about an alarm going off. Was that a really, really cheap ass like a local feeling commercial? It wasn't local feeling, but it was like it was cheaply made. Yeah. You know, I mean, just going for, yeah, a lot of these security companies, you know, they go overboard and doing like a scary scenario to scare you into buying something. But it was just, I mean, I'm telling you the story now and I, but I don't want to play it or give it any further airtime. Cause it was, it was like, it felt just really dirty and cynical. That's the thing that really does happen to women. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not saying that a security system isn't a good idea. Those two, but those two concepts are like, I don't know, somehow like leveraging don't one for the other. Don't use domestic abuse yeah. to sell something. Exactly. Yeah, it feels gross. Well, I'm hoping that this next commercial is more pleasant or at least less assaulty. It's definitely less assaulty and it's it's more of um I don't know if this is like my favorite. It's kind of it's kind of a weak joke, but it's mm. it's kind of fun too. I okay. think this is for a is for Castrol, but it's obviously British. because um, everybody's driving on the wrong side of the road. Oh yeah, and it's a, it's a little car. It's a cute little what, is that? what kind of car is that? It looks like a little British buggy of some sort. A little British buggy of some sort. Okay, yeah. and so what's going on here? All right, so we have our we have our hero, our dude, um, sitting at the driver's seat, sitting in the driver's seat, um, and he's just stuck in traffic, and he's inching forward and inching forward um, until he looks uh, to one side of his car and realizes that the person in the car next to him, and of course he's in a traffic jam, so he's sort of you know when you're in a traffic jam, you're like kind of stuck looking at the same people for a while. Mm-hmm. He realizes that the person next to him driving is an ex-girlfriend. So he oh, sort no. of gives her a weak hello. Um, and then as he keeps driving, like inching forward, and he's trying to sort of like maneuver to not be in direct eye contact with her because it's awkward, somehow, for whatever reason, uh, like every car around him has one, has an ex-girlfriend in it. Oh, I was wow. really hoping there he would... He gets around. I was, yeah, I guess so. I was really hoping that there would be some big payoff, like... There was a reason that all these ex-girlfriends were in one place or something, but it's just that, like, it's awkward and unfortunate, and he's surrounded. Okay, another car pulls up. Carol! Hi! She kind of gives him a a cold look. Rolls her eyes. He's just saying hi. Well, apparently he didn't do great as a boyfriend. Stacy! Oh no, Louise! She's angry at him. This guy is a bad ex. Traffic is not just wearing for you, it can also be wearing for your engine. Castrol Magnatech Stop Start protects your engine against Stop Start wear. Now, let me ask you this. Yes. How do you know that they aren't former colleagues? 
<laughs> maybe he's just a really bad ex-colleague. Yeah, maybe he's a bad ex-colleague. <laughs> maybe he doesn't even like ladies right. in that way. I mean, the the commercial is called Ex-Girlfriends. Oh, okay. Or Ex-Traffic. I was going to say, I assume there are no gay couples. Uh, fortunately, no, unfortunately, no. There are. I did not find any where it was a same-sex uh, ex-relationship. And it looks like we only have two more to go, but I'll tell you what I'm looking for here is a reconciliation scene. I think that would be an interesting... Oh, I'm look, I see um, your reaction. I'm afraid no that no reconciliation are in the cards today. Can't you see that? I'm not trying to steal your um, doctor's degree. Um, but couldn't you see an ad where a product brings somebody back together? Well, there is that one with that we've talked about. I think it was for Amazon, uh, where a couple breaks up, Ugh. and then they're like yeah. buying products to kind of like, oh, like to show each other what a great time they're having because they both get as, phone notifications. As single people, yeah. But then it also reminds them how they liked being together, and then they uh, they give it a. Another try. Yeah. Boy, never mind. I rescind my suggestion. <laughs> I hated that commercial so much. This one is for a Volkswagen Touareg. Um, and I this one also, to me, has like a logical flaw in it, which I'll be interested to see if it jumps out at you. We have a guy uh, doing a test drive of a Touareg. And all of a sudden, so he, of course, is driving. And then the, the salesperson is in the passenger seat, giving him the specs and all that stuff. When they spot or the driver spots an ex-girlfriend and he immediately tells the dude to duck down, like the the sales guy to duck down so he can pretend that he's like just owning this car and driving it and he can like show off for this woman. The Tory's cabin is designed to wrap around you. This is walnut inlay. The trim is chrome. It's great. It's got 12-way adjustable seats. Get down. Can you just get down in your seat? Yeah. What? Just a little. Diane, how are you? Dave. Looks like you're doing... Well. Yeah. See you around. Okay. The elegant, capable Torag. Ex-girlfriend? Yeah, yeah. Come drive it. You'll get it. It's so funny that that's the pitch for that shape of a car. Yeah, right? I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. And that's the type of car that we would drive. But it's basically I like a station I actually do like the Torag. I mean, I could see us, you know, maybe upgrading to the Torag one day. But it's not even that I think that it's not a signal of somebody doing well. I just think it's like, what... What is it about doing a test drive that doesn't signal doing well? Like, it's almost more of a flex to be like, yeah, I'm thinking about buying this car. That's, that's a good point. But I also just sort of think that it should be more like, looks like you're doing, you know, fine. Fine. You know, fine. Seems, seems like you're solvent. <laughs> Congratulations. Maybe he wasn't before. Maybe this is a huge upgrade yeah, for, that's for, true. for him. Maybe you know? that's like, what it was. He could have been a real dirtbag. He might have been a mattress on the ground kind of guy. Mattress on the ground guy. <laughs> sure. Unframed posters tacked on the wall of his apartment guy. You know that guy. We all know that guy. We got to be careful. That guy <laughs> might be listening. We hey like guy. you, guy. Hey, guy. Get some stuff that's framed and put it on your walls. <laughs> all right. Uh, we have one more here in this section. This and is for, a oh, FanDuel. This is a yeah. cheat. This is not about an ex. It's about a breakup. It came up while I was looking for ideas, but I just really enjoyed it and I wanted to share. Um, so we have um, a very attractive woman uh, sitting at a you know reasonably nice restaurant uh, on, a, on a date with her dude. And I think the voiceover is going to do it a lot of the work here. But we see that he is breaking up with her and his breakup looks to be like the dumbest breakup possible. He's like holding a sugar sugar shaker and a salt shaker and pulling them apart as if to illustrate like 
why they, you know, they're too different or whatever. But we're not actually hearing we're any not of this. Hearing the voiceover is talking over while we're seeing the all this weird gonna awkward. The voiceover is going to explain yeah, okay. what's happening in this It scene. looks like at the end she goes to fist bump him and he grabs her fist. It just looks like <laughs> awkward all around. This guy seems like a real douche. You wanted to end this for months. And now he's doing it for you. You say, I get it. Knowing after this, you won't be the jerk. You'll be sympathetic. The feeling of winning is hard to beat. Find it in spades on FanDuel Casino Daily Jackpots. The jackpot someone is definitely winning by 11 p.m. every day. She's so happy, but she's got to pretend like, okay. I, I love right, the story. Yeah, like, yeah, and I I'm love... glad that the genders are as they yes. are. Otherwise, it could definitely get in some more risky or, or uncomfortable or unpleasant territory yeah i think that's right and i think it but and it, like he they do such a great job with no dialogue mm-hmm. of making this guy and they don't make the guy ugly like no he's and, and he doesn't even seem like a bad guy he's just evil. like really awkward he's, and he just seems like a kind of a doofus you know and i love the 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 she way so happy and the way she maintains her composure but is so clearly so like what a win i think and like yeah. what a fun i think it's a creative story too like it's not an obvious story of like when is a breakup like a what, what what's like a big win in your life? Oh, when you break when someone breaks up with you that you wanted to break yeah, up with. Exactly. I think that's a really funny story. So Genevieve, on this show, when I have something on my mind that doesn't fit into a broader topic, we carve out a little chunk of the show and we call it Andy's Corner. And now, a few minutes with Andy. Old man, look at my life. I consider myself to be an absolutely dead center, normal, average American. My opinion that a great many women have one thing in common. They spend too much time and money fooling around with their hair. I don't use foul language, and I don't like to hear anyone else use it either. It's a fancy bottle. I bet that bottle costs more than the water. When does a rainforest lose its virginity anyway? Oh, Andy Rooney, as relevant today as you were when you were alive. That montage is (laughs) just... Don't I mean just so perfect? <laughs> okay, well, um, it wrecks me every time. I do have something on my mind. The thing is, I don't want to set this up. I just want to get your reaction to this. So I'm listening to my podcast the other day, and this spot plays, and then um, I'm like, oh, did I just hear what I think I heard? Should I clip that? And then I just sort of forgot about it. Then it played again the other day in my podcast. I'm like, you know what? I got to share this with Genevieve. Genevieve, tell me what what stands out to you about this commercial read, okay? okay? This episode is brought to you by Allstate. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. <laughs> like at your pregame barbecue. <laughs> While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke Close your porch, again. garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. (laughs) Bundled savings vary and are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Would you like to explain to people why you're left? Mayhem. Mayhem is everywhere. (laughs) Mayhem is everywhere. Mayhem is everywhere. Mayhem, mayhem, mayhem. You gave me such a hard time for pronouncing it mayhem. This is a... I'm also going to give this fool a hard time. Mayhem. This is a professional commercial actor who's been hired by this company or a company hired by this company. Yeah, more likely. By this company um, to say mayhem. Mayhem. 
I was listening to a podcast and it had an ad for um, an, an FX, uh, one of those like uh, Ryan Murphy feud, you know, TV shows. It's the new one. It's called Capote versus the Swans. Okay. And it drives me crazy because every time I hear the ad for it, they the reader says Capote versus the Swan, which oh. is fully not the name of the show. Oh. It's, the, it's Capote versus the Swans. So I am here to tell you that sometimes these readers, these things get outsourced to a point where nobody knows what the fuck is going on. Mayhem is everywhere. <laughs> Do you think that more people say mayhem than mayhem? Mayhem. I feel like, I mean, if if influencers like yourself and this gentleman keep um, putting out misinformation, then yes. That reminds me of another... Um, commercial I heard on a different podcast yesterday and I got in my head about it because the other podcast I do as you well know Genevieve used to be a part of a public radio network right and right. we had a very well meaning um, pleasant person to work with in the sales department but her approach to things could not have been the more opposite than mine and Luke's Yeah, and her approach to everything was to like go above and beyond pleasing the clients. Right. So she sells some ads. She asks us to read them. We read them. If we're the way we do business now is if we read an ad or a promo, we assume we're good. We don't like try to get the pro. We don't like send the promo directly and say, is this okay? Is yeah. this okay? Is this okay? And because you're inviting. They don't have final. Re they don't have the right of final and review. They do if they ask for it, but you don't need to volunteer yeah, it all the time. No. And also like so when you're dealing with a third party, so you have a client and or like let's say you have a brand, let's just say, and then you have a firm that's hired to make sure people like us are doing our job right and then they hire us to you know for placement yeah like you have a bunch of people at that middle level at that firm who are going to be looking for if you say is this okay then it's going to get bounced around and people are like oh i need my input on this too people and, look and everybody's for looking to like you know, to, yeah to like to justify their employment basically like I, we've all had editors like that too who just feel like they can never just say something as good as is because it's like What's their job then? And I would say sometimes your job is to know if something is good. And there is something that we advertised for a while. And I was happy to advertise it. I think I was the main voice on this one for a product called, well, I'll spell it, M-I-R-O. It's like a, it's a workplace collaboration software, kind of like a digital whiteboard or something, right? Okay. Cut down on meetings, collaborate better with your team, et cetera. Right. I've heard that false promise right. before, but sure. M-I-R-O. Pronounced... Miro, or as we were told specifically, it's not Miro, it's Miro. <laughs> Craig? Don't put the R on the end of mirror and right. then add an O. It's, it's Miro. Miro. It's and Craig. it's like, I think I internalized that the first time, and the next time I just recorded, I said Miro, like anybody would. And then, and like everybody does who uses and in any way interacts with that if right. they don't work for the company. And I got, and I think it was rejected. I don't even think she took it and then sent it to the client. She just said, they're going to reject this because you're saying Miro. And I'm like, no, they're not going to reject it unless you ask them to. And secondly, it's M-I-R-O. It's just Miro. 
Yeah. And I heard an ad on a podcast I was listening to yesterday, and it was like, you know, it was a full production with like actors and in a false scene about like, hey, how did you collaborate on that project so quickly? Like two coworkers talking, Miro, Miro, Miro. I almost texted Luke <laughs> in the middle of the day, or in the middle of the evening, I should say, to say, by the way, Miro is still advertising, and it's Miro, not Miro. Except I don't think he would remember it because I was the one who handled that. But it's just like those tiny little yes. things. And again, this woman, I don't want to badmouth her. In fact, I saw that she's supporting our show now, like as a don't. So like I feel but not very this into, one, right? Not this okay, one. Good. I don't think she would hear it. But, <laughs> but it was one of those things where it's just like she was in some meeting where somebody says it's Miro, not Miro. They yeah. might not have even been correct, but that was what they heard. Yeah. And any little instruction like that, she internalized so much and she felt like I'm the gatekeeper of this. Again, sure. she was trying to do her job and she saw her job as what did you used to call it when you were um, in PR? You called it a client. Um, client delight. Client delight. <laughs> like my neck tattoo says. <laughs> That's right. I always, get a, I always joke. I was gonna get a neck tattoo and like, and like, you know, like heavy, you know, very heavily serifed font. So it's just as client. Because your bosses would talk about that, right? Like, oh, client. relentlessly, <laughs> relentlessly. We have a thing a little Sky rockets in flight. Client delight. Um, we have a. We work occasionally with the nonprofit or the the foundation, I should say, um, which is Balmer Group. You might know the name Balmer <laughs> from the former uh, CEO of Microsoft. He and his wife, um, current owner of the Clippers, current owner of the Clippers, correct. Um, they found they started a foundation, of, uh, a charitable foundation, um, after uh, he left Microsoft, and but I and I don't know who made this, you know, branding call or whatever, but it is Balmer Group, not the Balmer Group. Mm. And do not get it twisted, friend, because if you oh. put that in a press release, it is going right back. The Balmer Group, yeah. not... Oh, no, no Balmer Group. Ba it should be Balmer. I think the Balmer Group is more um, august. Well, take it up with Steve. Mayhem. <laughs> Everybody's talking at me. I don't feel worth yeah. saying. So good. Good catch, oh, by the way. Of my mind. I think, I, not just a good catch, I think it's proved, it's proves that I am correct. It's pronounced mayhem. Two wrongs don't make a right. I don't know. Two mayhems make it <laughs> ham dinner. Mayhem. Uh, <laughs> all right. Mayhem is what we've already discussed. This mayhem is what you have at Easter. <laughs> That's right. Uh, all right. So uh, let's start with a voicemail that we got from listener Mike. Oh, now, I love this. I want to just say, Mike, I am so glad you brought this up because I've been wanting to talk about this ad on my own. Oh, that's interesting. So just for the record, I had not seen this ad before today. I've I seen it a lot. I saw that Mike was um, commenting on it. So I watched the ad, but I still have not heard what Mike's commentary is on this. Do you want to play the ad first? It might make more sense. If, okay, yeah. If, if you've heard the voicemail and you think that makes more sense, let's do that. So I'll set this up. We see... Um, a dad in the driveway he's holding a cup of coffee and his new iPhone and his teenage daughter uh, has a big smile on her face and she is backing out of the driveway clearly she is a new driver the name of the ad new driver yes um she's a really cute kid she's got a big smile on her face but also just i mean she's so happy to be driving but also seems a little oblivious as she drives down the driveway backwards and runs over a skateboard like it's not well it's not mayhem it's not total mayhem, but she does... It's partial mayhem. It's partial mayhem. <laughs> she... <laughs> if you're partial mayhem, that's one of... 
Um, <laughs> she, you know, hits a skate. She doesn't like. Cr- it's not over the top. She doesn't crash into a million. She knock. She kind of rolls over a skateboard. The car and then, remains roadworthy. And then she does knock over some garbage and bins she, at the end which of the driveway. Granted, right? ours should not be in front of the driveway as yeah. much as they are, but but also. If I, if some dry, garbage cans are in front of my driveway as a driver, I get out. I'm like cursing, but I move the garbage cans. I don't I don't move them with the car. <laughs> I do like the way it's directed. I will say, and again, I have no idea what Mike's well take is yeah. on this is, but she just sort of gives him a big smile. We see her driving backwards, and he never says a word. He just looks frozen with concern in the driveway watching he looks her back af <laughs> which then, he should and then suddenly he's no longer in the driveway we see it's kind of fast forwards and now he's got the same exact sh- kind of concerned sto- not stoic but stone faced look on his on his face as he's sitting at the uh, dining room table inside and am i right like the lighting like he doesn't even seem it's to have turned on any movie lighting yes yeah, like it's it's daytime so there's light coming in through the blinds behind him but like clearly he but has he just looks on wrung a, out. He just looks totally wrung out, and he's still just staring straight he's ahead. He's been so stressed, waiting for her to get to school, and then because of this check-in feature, yeah, he gets the notification that she got there. And I, I tell you all, we tell you all this because I don't think there's any. There's like, no dialogue. There's dialogue. no voiceover. And then yeah. suddenly, yeah, he's sitting at the table, just still super worried. Then all of a sudden, he gets a ping on his phone. He looks down and says, "Check-in. I arrived at school. Okay." This is the music. There goes the skateboard. Goodbye, garbage can. He's so worried. Then it says, check in, arrived at school. He sighs and it says, uh, check in automatically, relax, it's iPhone. Yes. So that is the commercial. Now let's take a listen to what Mike has to say. Hey, Andrew and Genevieve, it's your benevolent Jingle King here. <laughs> no jingle today, sorry about that. But I do want to tell you about this new Apple ad I've been seeing lately. It's touting their check-in feature, which I guess lets parents track their teen drivers so they know when they made it to their destination Okay. But uh, after watching the ad, all I can say is I I hope the check-in feature also tells parents how many pedestrians were killed along the way (laughs) because there's no way uh, this girl made it to school without at least a few casualties. (laughs) All right, catch you later. In her defense... After she's out of the driveway, she's probably driving forward the rest of the time. She's that's got not a, it. That's not she's an excuse. Fine. No, Mike, I am one hundred percent. I had the same thought. I really did. I had the thought of like, I don't think this girl is ready for, um, like unsupervised driving. She seems so happy though. She's thrilled. She's thrilled, but she needs to. I mean, look, I say this as a teenager who, at a certain point, you know, was allowed to. I had my license. I could drive the car by myself. And you destroyed a brick wall with that. And I car. destroyed a brick wall with it. So, you know, take a lesson. Head council, it's jingle time. Hi, Genevieve and Andrew. This is Aisha. It has been probably two years since I called in with a made-up jingle, and Andrew had requested a After These Messages-specific made-up jingle. Have you heard this voicemail yet? No. And I'm sorry I have not called in earlier, but, you know, two years kind of gets away with you, and it is what it is. But I do have two 
for you. And- so just to be clear, I'm pretty sure that I don't think this has come up on the show recently. I think this is Asia responding to something we were doing a couple of years ago, which we were saying we need a jingle, not yeah. just for people singing other companies' jingles on our voicemail line, but what would be a jingle for our own podcast? Right. And I believe that that's what Asia's providing here. But I do have two for you, and neither of them are good. <laughs> I am not musically inclined, so apologies <laughs> there. But this first one. Picture kind of big, booming deepness, which, of course, I cannot emulate myself, but here we go. Genevieve and Andrew discussing commercials. <laughs> after these, after these, after these, after these, after these, after these messages. <laughs> so you get a little, like, jazzy, for, I don't know what that is, a top hat on a drum? Like the I like it, yeah. Who knows? But there you go. Number one. Number two, now picture really annoying children's voices singing this, okay? Discussing commercials, the good ones and the bad. No need to have TV in order to see what's going on in ads. After these messages, hosted by Andrew Walsh (laughs) and Genevieve Paz. All right, you're welcome. Or I'm sorry. Bye. I really love both of those. She's doing the work. She's really doing the work. I think the second one is my favorite, though. It's It's fantastic. I want to find, I mean, we know a lot of musicians. Yeah. A good friend of mine actually just started a business where she, um, if you have an idea for a song, she will help. She's a songwriter and a musician. And uh, she will like you can hire her to like take an idea for a song, however far along you've gotten into it. Like if you have a tune, if you have a, just a, a lyric, whatever, and she will turn it into a song with you. Wouldn't that be fun? Maybe yeah, maybe that well, would maybe so, that'll be our treat to ourselves this year. Is is hire uh, our friend to turn make a jingle for us? Do you not want to give her business? Is that why you're withholding her name? Oh um, no, I don't I, I don't know if she's like fully launched yet. But oh, okay. her, her name is Becky Warren. Her business is called. Um, Oh gosh, I think it's song partner, song sidekick, song sidekick. Oh, that's a good name. And and uh, she has a website, and she said she's not she's not like heavily she's open for business, but she's not doing a lot of marketing of it yet. So let me be the first to give her a plug <laughs> and recommend uh, Becky Warren's song sidekick. So if you Google that, something will come up. She's got a web. Presence, yeah, she's got a great right? website. She's she's fully like available for hiring, and she's got some clients just through word of mouth, but she hasn't done any like official marketing yet do you think listener Je- jeffrey listener jeffrey used to be our jingle king on this show or or like the atm uh music director yes. jeffrey is the one who made our um jingle jingle Head council, it's jingle time. but, but that's a- different from what mike is saying which mike calls in a lot of jingles like singing other jingles. Oh yeah, no, no, I'm not. I'm not yeah. pitting these two against oh, okay. each other. I'm sorry, I didn't mean it I that way. I don't know. Make I, them fight. My, <laughs> my, sorry. I know I wasn't trying to. I wasn't making that comparison there, but I just remembered that. Um, and it's driving me bananas that I can't find it. It must be on the the hard drive from the show we did years ago about owls. Yes, he made a whole slate of that like little so... songs, just like our jingle jingle we just played. Only it was about owls. That remains one of my my personal favorite episodes just like it's like a special it's like an episode of my heart hey ad wizards 
What's with all the owls? <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm looking all over, but I, it apparently is not anywhere in my system right now. Unfortunately, okay, so I got to give up the ghost on that. Let's see here. Um, I okay, you, you know, I'll play this. Um, Asia, those were great. By yeah, the way. Asia, amazing, amazing work. work. Uh, Mike, you are still our benevolent Jingle King. <laughs> Je- I didn't mean to confuse that. Jeffrey, if you're out there, let us know. You are, until I hear otherwise, still our uh, unofficial music director. Um, okay, so I'm going to play one more voicemail, and then we should probably get out of here. This, I, I got to say, I'm a little confused about this, but then I'm asking myself, am I being willfully ignorant on this or willfully stubborn um but i'm gonna play for you this voicemail and then you tell me what you think hey guys this is listener harvey calling from omaha um a few episodes back you were talking about the armor hot dog commercial and how it might be inappropriate what we were talking about there if i recall was like the song was like something like fat kids skinny kids kids who climb on rocks um did they say something about normal kids at one point, or am I adding that? You were adding normal kids, but it was like um, there's another one in there. It's like, oh, you probably wouldn't, you wouldn't just say that. Yeah, wimpy. Was it sissy kids? Oh, was yeah. I think yeah. It was we that. felt like yeah. sissy was not a word that you would apply to a child today. Yeah. So anyway, so that's tough, what we're tough kids, sissy kids. Right. Right. Even right. kids with chicken pox. Kids with chicken pox. I feel like that's timeless. Well, yeah, because it's it's it doesn't define who you are. Right. It's just a condition. Unless you get shingles later. <laughs> right. And then, then you're the <laughs> shingle kid. I was thinking maybe you could start a segment about um, maybe call it stuff you can't do on television anymore. Um, this reminded me of the old Ham's beer commercials that are. So before we get into this Ham's beer commercial, there used to be a TV show. You can't you, you can't, can't do, do that, that on, on television. television. We would just have one called You Can't Do That on Television Anymore, anymore which is actually kind of funny, except <laughs> yeah. do we want to use time on our show to dredge up things that make us uncomfortable is the is the question. It's an interesting there. question. I also think it puts us in like a weird space right now with like the you can't say anything anymore crowd. Right. Yeah, that's true. You know, yeah. I don't want to be yeah. in the I don't want to put myself in the camp of like even to comment on it neutrally or or to say i'm glad we can't say you know this yeah, anymore yeah. it feels a little bit like shining a spotlight on a thing that i think is not really that real like it's like it's like making the cancel it's like highlighting cancel culture and amplifying this idea that you know, you can't say anything anymore, which, you know, I think is total bunk, right? Yeah, well, I mean, it's a, there are things that you simply could not do on television anymore. I mean, we've talked about commercials that are just rampantly Oh, our standards sexist. have changed, yes. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. not saying that, that, I'm not saying you can do whatever you want and, like, there will be no consequences, but I just think that... If we brand it that way, yeah, it, it like it, sound it like It underscores this idea that, like, something has been taken from us. Right. Which is, like... You know, not true. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, so Harvey said uh, that that reminds him of this old Hams commercial that um, wouldn't be appropriate anymore. Beer commercials that are cultural appropriation at best. Um, they went something like, From the land of Skadu waters, waters, From the land of pines, lofting blossoms, Comes the beer refreshing. Hands the beer refreshing. Hands the beer refreshing. Hands. Thanks, guys. So that was the song. Yeah. Uh, and he said it's cultural appropriation. And I wasn't sure. I'm like, is it because like. It feels a little 
Native American. That's what I was wondering. Yeah. Now the the commercial I found on YouTube that has that jingle though, like there's no Native American imagery or something. Like I, I was thinking, like maybe maybe they used this jingle in various commercials, right. and there was one where people are like beating drums around yeah. a fire or something. A single tear. But this one could not. I mean. If if Harvey hadn't set it up that way, <laughs> I would never think that. Because look at this commercial, Genevieve. <laughs> it's like a cartoon. Like what? What um kind? What does it remind you of? Like an animation? Like Yogi sp- Bear. Yogi Bear. Like Hanna Barbera style animation, almost. Or I was almost gonna say like um the the Walt Disney Peter Pan animation. Maybe a that. little bit. I could be wrong about that. I mean, it's all in that same family, but, right? But you have like uh, I mean, so it's that kind of animation. You have uh, uh, some cartoon characters playing a baseball game. You got yeah. a bear at the Play at the uh, with a bat. Turtle is the umpire. Turtle Obviously, the they umpire. already got the plate. <laughs> of course, and the, the chest plate. And then you got it looks like a stork is a the stork is, is the, the ump. ump. And then and so to hear that whole song that I was like bracing myself for some like. <laughs> cultural appropriation or you can't do that on television anymore imagery and instead it's just like a bunch of cartoon characters playing um, baseball and then at the very end we see a real life man but he's not in any kind of native garb he's like a, he's more lumberjack he's uh-huh. wearing like a um, a flannel shirt and he's got a big beard from the land of Pour an ice-cold hands and treat yourself to the premium beer from the land of sky-blue waters. Great-tasting hands. Hands of beer refreshing. Hands of beer refreshing. I've got a few things I want to say here. <laughs> there is that drum. The, that's drum, sort of, yeah. the drum is, I think, I think that uh, Harvey is right, that this is like... This is appropriating a a stereotype of an old stereotype of Native American culture and uh, rhythms and music that if for like what is probably not in any mm-hmm. way related to actual Native American culture. I think that this is a this commercial is so weirdly constructed that I have to almost I almost am wondering if it was like uh like somehow jammed together like that that cartoon of the cartoon baseball game has nothing to do with anything else in the ad like i don't even know why it's in a beer ad i'm finding now that lumberjack dude drinking a beer like is sort of like okay par for the course if i search further so that was the first hit on google and there's another one that's like a full 90 seconds long that is much older like this one is probably from um, the 1960s, it's black and white, but it's still those cartoon characters. Weird. And uh, here, let's take a listen. I don't know what we're getting into here. This is the land of sky blue waters, land of cool enchantment. Listen. So we see a cartoon beaver fell in a tree. The cartoon bear jumps on the fallen log, and now he's making the drum sound with his feet. I guess if those characters, sorry, what were you saying? I guess if those characters had already been established as the hams, yes, um, like mascots, then it kind of makes some sense to have them in this other the baseball cartoon commercial. But I think that Harvey's right. I think his instincts are right that like that is like a it's like in the same way that there are certain like 
you know, um, tunes or, or little refrains that signal like Asian mm-hmm. that we wouldn't, you yeah, know, we wouldn't yeah. countenance today. And I think it's the same thing. But it's interesting that there's no other imagery. That there's like not so much as a feather on the br- uh, on like true. the label. Yeah. There's nothing at all nodding the bear towards does it other kind than of the do. music. I, and I'm sorry to have to like, I, I feel like weird. You're looking for something? Go, well, I also feel weird like saying like, like sort of like uh like plumbing the depths of like racist imagery in my mm-hmm. brain but like the the bear on the log does kind of like cross his arms in a mm-hmm. way that to me like is a little bit of like a car like if you think about you mentioned peter pan is kind of apt right like there's a lot of native like imagery of like airsats indians in the, in the there, peter pan cartoon as a kid oh really like yeah. there's a lot there's like the princess uh something or other okay. tiger lily i think and a lot of Indian imagery in mm. the, in Peter Pan that's like not great. I see. Um, I didn't know that. So I think there's a little bit of it, and I do think that the music is unmistakable. What is the name of that beer again? <laughs> what was it? I when and when should we drink it? I just wait. What was it called? It's not Budweiser. It's Ham. Mayhem. <laughs> I knew I could get you. I mean, I I knew what you, you were trying to do. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. I don't know why I faded that down so early, but you know what? It means that, hey, look, did we do an under three-hour show today? We certainly did. Look at us. Um, That's fun. All right, that was actually a very fun show. Uh, Thanks for putting it together, Genevieve. Everybody else, thank you for participating by calling and emailing and uh, sending us voice memos. You can do all of that by calling our voicemail line, 607 444 Five five nine seven, stored in your phone right now. Have it when you need it. Six zero seven triple four fifty five ninety seven. You can also record yourself and email it in the way Mike did. After these messages, show at gmail.com. After these messages, show at gmail.com. You can also find us and other listeners on the YouTube page. I'm sorry, on the Facebook group rather. Look for After These Messages Show and um, also the podcast uh, YouTube page. What the hell? I'm just saying a bunch of words. Yeah. Podcast YouTube. You, you heard a bunch of social media. Did you attend some sort of webinar on social media? I did. I'm like Belichick over here. (laughs) You face, I don't know which way you're facing. Um, But anyway, yeah, sometimes I upload um, old commercials from VHS tapes to our YouTube page. Look for After These Messages podcast on YouTube for that. We're going to play a bunch of those for you, or at least a few of those for you next week, because I don't think we've done that in a while. So, all right, everybody, have a great week. If you see one of your exes out in the wild, be kind. But also, have a funny interaction. Also, have a funny interaction. Say, oh, looks like you're doing, you know, fine. <laughs> we'll talk to you next week. Google the devil, but I feel lucky. Extreme home makeover couldn't touch me.